Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Welcome on in. Happy Tuesday to everyone. Jake Scott with you from our Carrier Zone studios at Vivint Arena. Across the glass from me, producing the one, the only, the birthday boy, Austin Horton. Happy birthday, sir. Thanks, guys. And joining us now, safely social distancing from Casa de Monson, the one, the only, Gordon Monson. Gordon, Gordon, hello. I love celebrating birthdays. You know, Austin, this is terrific. Austin turns 22 today. <laughs> so uh, we're really happy for him. This is uh, this is a good thing. I am getting a year back on my life, though, guys. You know why? Because for the last year I've said I'm 36. I'm just turning 35 today. Oh. But all year I told people I was 36. Why? Because why I, I don't know. I forgot. I know, I, I tend to forget my age, too. Is that weird? I ha- always have to think about it. And people say, oh, how old are you? Well, let's <laughs> Carry well, the three. Man. It gets a lot blurrier. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's just now, not a priority for me. What year were you born, Austin? Well, if I'm 35 today, I know, what but year I do you think I was sure born? You're counting right. 85. <laughs> And now the uh, Russian hackers have all the info they need about me. Yep, and uh, it's over for you. Congratulations. Uh, it was over anyway. Your identity is now now gone. That's it. It happened. What are we going to do to celebrate Austin's birthday today, Jake? Oh, I bought a, I brought him a pack of Reese's Pieces. <laughs> like a big one, though. Oh, did you? Yeah. I accidentally bought you. it at the store, and I thought, you know, I'll... Accidentally? I'll... Well, it's actually kind of a funny story. The, yeah, I did accidentally. I, I'd like to say, or you, you know, the, I, I would prefer it be that I, out of the goodness of my heart, I went and got Austin a, a big thing of Reese's Pieces for his birthday, but that's, that's not true. Um, I went to the store today, Gordon, and mm-hmm. I, I, we've talked about this before. I do the majority of the grocery shopping for our household, and uh, I've, I've been criticized in the past for not getting exactly what's on the list. Why you know. Not? Uh, I mean, for a you variety have, you have a problem, of problem uh, following orders, um, more straying as opposed to following and orders is such a strong word. I know. But, but when I say she wants something, man, you she's not ordering it. me to do something. She's writing it down on a grocery list, you know, grocery <laughs> list or going to the same concert twice in four days. Yeah, obviously orders <laughs> are <thing>. orders. Um, <laughs> So I've been criticized for straying from the list in the past, you know, different flavors of things, you know, et cetera. Uh, so she tells me this. This actually wasn't on the list. She tells me on the phone while I'm at the store. She says, uh, will you pick up some chocolate? Sure. 
She gets, says, well, how about a symphony bar, and, and will you grab me some Reese's Pieces? I said, okay, mm-hmm. Reese's Pieces, you got it. So, so I buy— you get her a tub? I buy the Reese's Pieces. No, I did not, not get a tub. Uh, bring, come back to my home, and uh, she pulls the Reese's Pieces out of the bag, and she says, why did you get this? I said, what, the Reese's Pieces you asked for? And she said, well, I wanted the, you know, the little cups. And I said, the peanut butter cups? You know, said, the Reese's Pieces peanut butter cups. I said, Jay. why didn't you say peanut butter cups? You said Reese's Pieces. So she said, oh, I'm not going to eat this. And I said, well, oh, I'm not, I'm not really a, I'll give it to him. I'm not really a sweets person, so that would just sit in my cupboard for the next year and a half. So I was like, hey. I know who will eat it by midnight today. It's Austin's <laughs> birthday. You know who might like some Reese's Pieces? My good friend Austin. So I need to thank Naz. Yes, you do. For telling you the wrong thing to get. Right. And she, she admitted, she said, okay, well, maybe I, I meant peanut butter. I shouldn't have said pieces. And Did she have mean said the peanut, peanut butter cups with the Reese's pieces inside? That's a thing. No, she meant the, the Reese's peanut butter cups. So they're okay. just the but peanut said, butter cups. She said Reese's pieces. But she said Reese's pieces, which, of course, are the M&M-like candies. Are you sure you didn't just mishear what she said? Oh, she admitted that she was incorrect oh, to, okay. to her. Sometimes uh, you don't pay attention. Uh, well, uh, to her, I always pay attention. <laughs> other other uh, people in my life. Yes. Doesn't, right? <laughs> <laughs> don't you? Don't I mean, the wives just absolutely hate it when you don't pay attention. You know, when you're when they're talking to you and you're supposed to be listening, but you don't. You're you're not. Or something wanders a little bit. Uh, that's not a good move. The wives. How well, many? Our, yeah, how there, many fella? do you have? Right. No, I mean, I mean, I was talking about us collectively. Way to help the stereotype. You know, here. when all three wives are barking at me, because <laughs> I'm in my own little world. Oh man! So speaking of wives, <laughs> or the oh, wife, man. when I woke up this morning, one of the first things Lisa said to me was, "Remember, it's Austin's birthday." Uh, see, that makes a lot of sense. And I said, yeah, I know. No, so, you didn't. I did. Not a chance. <laughs> not a chance. That's not about me. No. I said, I said Austin who? <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew. But anyway, we, uh, so we, we were thinking about you early on, so we hope you're having a fantastic day. See, Thanks. now I, I believe Lisa knew because of uh, a little thing we like to call social media. At <laughs> no point. Do I think that you knew it was Austin's birthday before Lisa said something? Well, I, I see. The reason I know is because a friend of mine, his birthday was yesterday. And so I always associate. I remember that Austin and he had this, had a similar birthday. The, the friend like, has the birthday before just me. No, no. You're your friend, too. But uh-huh. I, I just uh, this guy. I, I do not. That I've known for 50 years. <laughs> I don't buy any of this for a second. <laughs> What? What? You guys have trust issues. Serious, serious trust issues. But my question for us is, what are you doing to celebrate? I'm here with you. Uh, <laughs> I, oh, I remember apologies. Austin's. I remember Austin's birthday because it's uh, the day after another friend whose birthday I don't know whose birthday. <laughs> no, I've known. I've known said person for sixty years, and. Uh, so I I just remember that those two birthdays were. What season is my birthday in? Your birthday's in May. 
Well, one, May is not a season. Uh, and two, that is my birthday is in June. June. <laughs> June. I don't know. I've got it written down somewhere, Jake, so I don't forget it. Oh, I appreciate that, Gordon. We believe you. We're just teasing. How are you today? How, how's, how are things? You doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing well. I like the heat. I like uh, the summer weather. And uh, I'm getting a little sentimental, as I always do, nearing, nearing the end of summer. And uh, we're, we're well on our way here, man. August 18th, Austin's birthday. So... But again, I want to get back to my question. What are you doing to celebrate today, Austin? Uh, I am. This will come as a shock to everyone that knows me as the cheery, optimistic person that I am. Mm-hmm. I ain't much of a celebrator. Uh, my wife asked me for four days straight what I'd like to do for my birthday. And every time my answer was the exact same. Nothing. What I want to sleep in and come home and do nothing. What about a, a dinner? You know, like a, we might go grab a burger okay. someplace. You know. Yeah, you should at the very least have a have a little birthday dinner. Get eat what you want. But uh, but I help, I'm always on the go, doing something, going somewhere with things to accomplish. So on my birthday, I want to do nothing. That's I what I, I get. That yeah, I get it. Too. I get that. I like it. Those of us who live very busy lives uh, totally understand that. I don't know what, what whether Jake gets it or not, but you know we certainly understand all the free time he has between the big show and jazz <laughs> broadcasting eighteen hours of every day and, and, uh, and, and a, a toddler. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, I have tons of time to myself. That's a thing. And runs to the grocery store, right? Gets the wrong thing. You know what? In all honesty, this is a, a thing uh, during this uh, this uh, pandemic or, or 2020 or whatever. I'm actually cherishing my runs to the store in a weird way. Awesome. Like, like it is time to myself for a minute. I think it's fun going to the grocery store. You do not because you never go. You can't oh, have that the, opinion. On, on, on you on go once a decade. You cannot have the opinion that you like the grocery I store. Like me saying it's fun to go to Hawaii. How would I know? <laughs> I, well, on the occasions I go, I, I enjoy it. If if you enjoyed going to the grocery store, you would actually say, Hey, Lise, why don't I take over grocery shopping for the old fam, huh? <laughs> but, yeah, but that's see, not something that. you're prepared no, to no. do. No, I couldn't do it because the list would be so extensive and so freaking specific in particular. Because we've got a bunch of fastidious eaters in, in our home. So I it would, uh, you know, you have issues well, reading but, a label, but, but the people who are in my home love it when I go to the grocery store because I'm always bringing back stuff that my wife never buys. So it, it's like suddenly we have, you know, like uh, like uh, various treats that we normally don't get and a crazy and, uh, amount of cheese. <laughs> I do. I do sometimes get that, but I. I get unusual things, things that are typically not in the cupboard. The dairy manager sees Gordon coming and is like, shut it down. <laughs> Close the doors. You know, if if here's here's how I feel about your, your grocery store take. If you don't uh you know, if you don't pour concrete for a living, you don't get to have the opinion like, oh, I really like pouring concrete. <laughs> And then your neighbor calls you and says, hey, I'm putting up a new mailbox. I need somebody to come over and help me with the concrete. You're obviously going to say, no, I don't think so. Not happening. <laughs> I just am amazed every time I go in a grocery store. And, Austin, you know what's coming. I just say, look at all this food. Wow. Is it not spectacular? 
and you can buy whatever you want. You know, it's you know, it's it's just all right there. I'm call you it's Encino, not like man. we're not, we're no, we're not all out hunters and gatherers and all that stuff. It's all right there in the grocery store for us. How fortunate are we? There's a lot more at a grocery store than food, I'd like to point out. Every time I get in an automobile, I go, where's the horse? This is amazing. <laughs> this is the, have you heard of these things? The combustible <laughs> engine. Do you know you Remarkable. can have a phone in your pocket? Who came up with this stuff? <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, well, Austin, we hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful birthday. And now that you're turning 40, we hope you're okay with it. I'm okay, you know. Are you okay? Because if I'm 40, whew, what are you? <laughs> yeah, I am twice your age. All right, there's a, there's a bunch of jazz news out there. And, and in fact, why don't we hold the, the split for the, uh, for the next segment? We've, uh, you know, this segment we spent celebrating time. Austin. You know, I, I have a question for Mr. Baseball. Uh, we're not going to talk about this, are we? What is the deal with the unwritten rule thing? What is that all about? Should we tease that? Let's tease yeah. that. We'll 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 put a tease on there because we'll we'll get to another edition of Austin's list coming up. How about that? Uh, all right, let's get to uh, the NBA. Actually, NBA playoffs. Uh, definitely some jazz news out there. We'll get to that. Stay tuned. It's the big show. Gordon Monson, uh, Jake Scott. We're also uh, Gordon. Uh, we're hanging out with our friend Katie today from Homey. So we're bringing Katie over here into the studio. Nobody alerted Katie. We were ending a little bit early in this segment. I blame you, Gordon. Why not? I could blame for everything else. All right. (laughs) Katie is with us now. It's because you deserve it, man. No problem. Uh, Katie, how are you? First and foremost, how are things? It's good to see you. Things are great. How are things? Uh, We're doing fantastic. We're excited you're here. We're excited to talk about Homie. uh, I just came because it was Austin's birthday. Yeah. How about that, huh? Yeah. I was promised cake. Well, that's that's a that's a failure on my part because Austin Austin can't buy his own birthday cake. So really, if somebody's to blame, it's I me. Mean, it'd Sorry, be sad buddy. If I did. Sorry, I I, I apologize. <laughs> I I dropped the ball on that. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't buy your own birthday cake because I think that would be some sort of cry for attention, which would be a little bit concerning. Now it's like saying I need a therapist now. Yeah, right. And put a big sign right there, like please get me help. Uh, speaking of help. <laughs> Let's help our listeners and uh, homie.com. Uh, you guys are, are changing the way we buy and sell homes. We are. We're changing the way you buy. So we buy, buy and sell homes. We're helping you with loans. We're helping you with insurance. We're helping you with everything. It's, it, you know, I was, I was reading an article over the weekend talking about uh, the taxi cabs and what Uber and that sort of thing, a disruptor or whatever the, the word is. But it, it, Homie is doing something similar. You, you viewed how real estate was done forever and ever and ever and thought, you know what, we can do this better. Yeah, exactly. And it's interesting because I was a traditional real estate agent. Um, and for a while, I kept thinking, you know, this just doesn't feel right. There's just there's so much technology out there. There's so many ways that that real estate has changed. Um, and it just didn't feel like the normal way that things should be. And so when I was able to hear Johnny on your guys' station, I really realized that Homie really is doing things 
the better way. It's a better way to do real estate. Now, we'll get into a lot of the details throughout the show because you're hanging out with us all day and, and we're looking forward to it. But just so people know, because I, I think a lot of people think, oh, with Homie, I won't get the, the personal assistance. You know, I don't know what I'm doing and I'm not going to get any help. It, it couldn't be further from the truth. Exactly. Whether you're buying or whether you're selling, you get a dedicated agent that's going to be helping you. We're realtors. We're there to help guide you with all of our experience. We're there to help you with the whole process, negotiations, touring through a home, um, helping you with paperwork from listing your home to, to title. We're, we're going to help you throughout the whole process. So whether you're buying, whether you're selling, we're there for you throughout the whole process and to help you with answer any questions you might have. So you're not doing this by yourself. You're doing this with us. And with the literally thousands of dollars you could possibly save, I mean, imagine what you can do with that. I mean, you can do updates in the house or, or roll it into uh, the mortgage. You could do so many different things. Put it in your pocket. Go to Lagoon. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> go buy Austin a birthday cake. Go buy Lots Austin birthday a birthday cake. cake. Who would say no to an extra few thousand dollars? No, thanks. <laughs> I'd, I'd prefer to uh, give that to somebody else. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. All right, so get online, homie.com. That's homie.com. And Katie, can't thank you enough for being with us today. Thank you. All right, more Big Show coming up straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Band of the Day, it's a Total Request Tuesday brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. The theme Austin has selected for today is bounce back songs. Songs about uh, overcoming. Who is this one, Austin? This is Carolina Liar. Really uh, underknown, but really great band. The song's called I'm Not Over. And this, of course, because the Jazz are down 0-1. So uh, if you've got a, a request at Austin Horton, you can also tweet at Jake Scott Zone at Gordon Monson as well. So uh, songs about overcoming. Anything come to mind, Gordon? Hmm, I've been thinking. It, well, uh, is, what about your, your favorite? What do you mean? What about your, your favorite song about, uh, about uh, relieving yourself? <laughs> what song is that? Uh, the, the, what's it called? Chumba, whatever. Chumba Wumba? <laughs> well, that's go. not it. No, that, that was not it. Uh, but that's okay if you don't find it. Let's, let's, don't, don't knock yourself out over there, Austin, please. Do us a favor. Uh, but anyway. Get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. Urinating the nine away. So ben, stop it. I can't listen. <laughs> stop that right Why? now. Why? That's <laughs> such a good song. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I feel inspired. Uh, let's talk about the, the jazz. Urinating the, the no, nine stop. Away. No, no, no. No. Oh. We, we heard it. Now let's Please. move on. All night? <laughs> let's, let's, let's move on. Uh, Gordon, good news on the jazz front. Mike Conley, back in the bubble. 
Uh, yes. Not going to be, um, I guess, eligible to play for game two, but it's looking like he could be back by game three. Yeah, and there's going to have to be some finagling going on to get him back for game three because I think it was just shy of the the, the, the standard time, right? Uh, yes, although, I mean, you kind of you didn't believe me when we were talking about this the other day, but they've been a little less stringent <laughs> on that well, <laughs> than simply letter of the law. And I don't know how many cases there have been, but, uh, you know, I mean, they've, they track the guys when they're out. And so when they come back, if I think if they feel more comfortable with what the situation was. And who knows? I mean, they test a thousand times. So, I mean, they test a bunch of times. And if he's, if he's in the clear, then, then I, you know, I think there's a real good shot. He'll, he'll be ready to go. Which is, by the way, the point. Behave yourself and, and you know, act appropriately when you're away, and we're going to work with you when you get back. It just makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think it just makes sense. You know, if they lay out the protocols to, to um, accommodate, you know, Mike in his personal life, which they absolutely should, and he adheres to that standard, then, yeah, I mean, let's figure it out, right? Yeah, like Austin uh, mentioned yesterday, I don't think he was stopping off for chicken wings anywhere. Or if he was, which I'm not saying that he was, if he was, he was at least smart enough not to put it out on social media. <laughs> which isn't, after all, isn't that the way Lou Williams got busted? Is he sent out an Instagram like, here I am. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Eating yeah. chicken wings, yeah. having a great time. Actually, no, no, no. It was, uh, wasn't it a, a music artist that sent out the Instagram? Yes. And then somebody yes. was like, hey, I know that guy. The rapper. <laughs> that guy's supposed but, to be in the bubble in Orlando. And then the rapper's like, oh, that, that was from another time. I just That's was remembering. Right. That's right. <laughs> that was from weeks ago. <clears throat> the next thing, every <clears throat> athlete in the world was saying, hey, those are the best wings. You know what I'm saying? Everybody knows, ever been to this place? Well, we certainly know what Gordon's doing next time he's in Atlanta. No, I'm not. Uh, 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 typical, it's, you know, I mean, uh, Mike Conley goes to welcome his baby boy into the world. I guess he was late, right? Because he couldn't get there in time. Is that what I read somewhere? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you don't go to wrap your arms around your little baby. And there's no judgment here or anything. But I don't think he goes from from, from that straight to the the gentleman's club. Maybe you do. I, mean, I, I would guess. sound like it would be in the same vein. I would guess you know? not. But I, I've told you the, my story about that. I'll, I'll, I'll keep this brief. When we were on vacation in North Carolina, we went to see a band that played in a bar. Mm-hmm. And we just met some other random person who was there because, you know, there's probably like 15 people actually there watching this band. But anyway, we we're talking to this dude who was there by himself and the guy had been overserved. Let me let me put it that way. He was <laughs> he was not in tip top shape. And uh, we were the, the bar was like half a block away from the hospital. And we're like, oh, hey, uh, what's going on? How are you? He's like, man, I just had a baby. And we're like, wait, what? And he said, yeah, I just had a baby like two hours ago. And we were like, and you're here getting smashed in the bar? <laughs> Aren't you supposed to, I don't know, be somewhere else? And what was the response? He's like, man, she didn't mind. That's what he said about his wife. She didn't mind. And I couldn't help but thinking, like, I bet she minds. <laughs> Some someone some guys are pretty clueless about you know what 
What is well, the after thing the, to do? Sometimes people are tricky, though, when they say, well, fine, go ahead. You know, and they don't mean it. Can you really fault somebody for being like, oh, sweet, yeah, I'll be at the bar. You Honey, like do you mind if I go over me, and have a and few my at the wife bar? Told me not to get her anything for her birthday. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Could she be mad at you for not getting her something for for her birthday? Yes, is the answer. But is it fair? <laughs> probably not. But yeah, this guy is like probably like, whoa, we've had a big day, hon. I'm gonna go have a few. Is that all right? <laughs> we've had a big day, hon. <laughs> Sitting over here in this chair, thumbing through magazines, real tiring. <laughs> My brother and I were both like, wow, just had a baby, huh? Well, have a nice stumble back to the hospital after this is all said and done. Very loudly while your wife and baby sleep in the hospital room, yes. Oh, anyway, Mike Conley uh, being back uh, for game three, I think will be a big deal, Gordon, for a lot of the reasons that we were talking about yesterday. You know, Donovan needs help. 57 not being enough, that's... That's that's a tough story because they just without Mike Conley and Boyan Bogdanovich, of course, but you know they're not going to get him back. The the Jazz lack firepower, and you know guys like Jordan Clarkson and there's other players on the team that are they're capable of putting out some of that firepower. There's just not en- enough of them. So Mike Conley being back, I, I think, is going to make a, a big impact for the Jazz, and we'll see how it goes in the series. If they could somehow pull off a an equalizer in game number two, then they're actually sitting pretty good when he comes back. Well, it's remarkable to observe the reactions to what happened in that game yesterday with Donovan Mitchell getting his 57 points and some people being really enthralled by the whole thing and encouraged by it and other people saying, man, he scores 57 and the Jazz still can't win. Uh, What does that say? Where do you fall on that spectrum? At what end of it? Wait, reset that for me again. I, sorry, I got distracted real quick. Some people are saying that it's a, essentially a, a good thing that Donovan scored 57 in a defeat, and others saying, no, it's not a good thing because he scored 57 and they lost. Oh, it's a great thing. Are you kidding? What a, what a performance. And by the way, showing that he's capable of that, coming mm-hmm. to have the best game of his career in the playoffs when defenses are ratcheted up, other uh, players actually care, um, uh, going up uh, against uh, you know uh, a, a solid defensive player uh, for most of the game. I mean, I, I yeah. think that uh, I think it's a great thing. You can get I, wrapped I up in in just the win or the loss, but I mean, since when uh, do you have to uh, get a win for us to acknowledge a, a, a in this case historic performance? Yeah, I wrote a column about this last night that I think was posted this morning in sltrib dot com, singing the praises of Donovan Mitchell on how I think it is sort of an earmark for potential greatness over the next decade of his career. Uh, you've got to have a star like that in order to have a chance to really contend for a title. And that's what that was, an announcement yesterday by Donovan Mitchell saying, yes, I'm here, you better pay attention to me. And I don't think it was a fluke. Maybe scoring 57, I mean, come on, that, that, that's a ridiculous number. But I, I think it indicates what this kid is capable of doing. He's 23 years old. He's got uh, at least a decade of a career in front of him. 
and who knows uh, to what heights he may ascend. And the Jazz need that. It's something that they've lacked since they lost Stockton and Malone. You've got to have a player of that caliber to give yourself a chance to, to be a real contender. And that's what that was. It was an absolute announcement that I'm here, watch out, I'm going to purposely lead my team and give them what they need in order to be successful. Now, they lost the game, but he knew that he had to score the way he was scoring, and he did it. And the 13-13 from the free throw line, you know, getting to the line that often and going 19-33 overall, along with almost double-digit rebounds and seven assists, I mean, you could just sense it as you were watching that game. Uh, unless it's an absolute fluke, and I don't think it is, this is a huge positive moving forward for the Utah Jazz. They're going to re-sign him. He's going to be under contract here in Utah for another four years, and that is encouraging for anybody who's looking for advancement from this team, win or lose in this series. Well, I think maybe the most impressive thing about the 57 is that he only took 33 shots to get it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's a tremendous sign. He was, he was very efficient, 19 of 33, 13 of 13 from the line, as you mentioned, also had seven assists and nine rebounds. I mean, it was the best game of his career. It was amazing. It was amazing. He was on fire, and he was just cooking whoever the Nuggets put in front of him there in the, uh, in the fourth quarter, including Torrey Craig, who has uh, been effective against Donovan Mitchell. So, yeah, I, I think if anybody's disregarding how impressive he was yesterday simply because they lost is missing out on appreciating just an absolutely fine performance. Well, now, I think also they may be uh, downgrading the Jazz saying, hey, if you're, your star offensive player scores 57 and you still can't win, then there's something wrong. But I think it's a positive for the team, not just for Donovan Mitchell, because the team needs somebody like that. Because all the really good teams, all the teams that are serious contenders have a player like that. And in the past, they have the Jazz haven't had that. Now, I know they have two all-stars, but being an all-star is different than being a superstar. And that's what he played like uh, yesterday, and we'll see if he can keep that up. To, in any way, shape, or form, blame that loss on Donovan Mitchell, including the eight-second call is ridiculous. You want Here's why the Jazz lost the game uh, yesterday, Gordon, and I, I'm going to try and say this as nicely as I possibly can, but they, they had five actual NBA rotational players on the roster yesterday. And I don't mean to be mean to George Niang and Tony Bradley and Emmanuel Moutier and, and Juwan Morgan, who I, I think we should be celebrating because he was uh, great. But, I mean, we're, we're talking about five, you know, make it be a, a role player on NBA, any NBA team, five guys yesterday. I mean, that's you, you said it yesterday. Of the, the help that they got Donovan in the offseason wasn't there yesterday. And on top of that, the guys that they sacrificed to get that help, namely Ricky Rubio and Derek Favors, I mean, they weren't there either. And Jay Crowder, for that matter. I mean, you, you, Donovan was on a team with Joe Ingles, Royce O'Neal, Rudy Gobert, and Jordan Clarkson. I mean, that's, that's who they went into that game with yesterday. And they came up short. And we shouldn't be surprised by that. That has nothing to do with Donovan Mitchell being good or bad. In fact, it's pretty remarkable that he pushed it to overtime with the, the team the Jazz had yesterday. And that sounds, want... that sounds really mean, but that's, that's true. That's a well, fact. So if you criticize the Jazz and say, well, he got 57 and he still couldn't win, what does that mean? 
Well, I, I think you we, we've both underscored the fact that with Mike Conley gone, with Bogdanovich out, that there's a huge deficit that the Jazz have to find a way to make up for, regardless of what their star players do. And I think it is an indication of extreme optimism for what the future might hold. For do the Jazz need help? Does he need some more help? Well, first of all, it would help to have the two guys back. And, you know, injuries happen here, but typically you don't lose two guys like that. And, of course, Mike Conley will be back. But it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a tall ask for Donovan Mitchell to lead this team to a first-round playoff uh, victory or victories without uh, that kind of firepower on the, with that kind of firepower on the sideline. So I think it, it, what I'm saying here is it bodes well for the Jazz's future as long as they can get their guys back and maybe add maybe a little more. But I, if, if Donovan Mitchell's going to be a true superstar, then maybe they don't need that much more. They just need a little more. Um, they need they need more. I'm I'm still just trying to kind of process that there's actually some criticism for Donovan Mitchell out there today. That seems amazing to me. Well, I don't think there is criticism for him. I think it's more criticism for wow, he scores 57 and they still can't win. So the criticism would be pointed at the Jazz as a team. When when pre bubble Phoenix Suns, when you looked at the Suns and you look at Devin Booker basically scoring 30 points a game, was there ever a take where they're like, oh, the Suns stink because Devin Booker needs to be better? Said no one ever. Right. So I guess I don't understand why why Donovan Mitchell or why people would be criticized. Like Donovan Mitchell went out there with well, a, somebody a, criticizing th- Donovan Mitchell. Well, I don't know. That's kind of the premise you've introduced in this no, in no, this no, no. Uh, in this it was more segment. They were criticizing the team, not Donovan. That the, that the team is falling sadly short because this guy scores fifty seven and they still can't win. So it's it's not levied. At Donovan Mitchell, it's lovey that the the guys around him, but those people need to take into consideration of what was lost in that game, namely those two guys, Conley and Bogdanovich. Hmm. Okay, I well, I'd I'd like to hear who underperformed yesterday, who did cost the Jazz the game. Then, if that's going to be the criticism, Royce O'Neal, I guess, well, but he still I, had I, seven I think rebounds. It gets back to what we talked about yesterday, uh, the the Jazz's lack of defensive pressure. On uh, especially on Jamal Murray, uh, typically you would think, okay, uh, Rudy, you go ahead and do what you can against against Jokic, uh, and uh, he's an awfully he's a great player, and you might lose a little bit of that, but uh, but you're still going to at least put up some resistance. The Jazz didn't put up any resistance to Jamal Murray; he just tore him apart. All right, uh, real quick update on uh, your scoreboard in the NBA, and then we have other jazz news that we're going to get to coming up next, so stay tuned for that. Um, right now, end of the first quarter, the Pacers up on the Heat 33-27 to and a final in the bubble. An upset, Gordon. Hmm. The Magic beat the Bucks 122-110. to it, By what? the way, didn't the they? the world upside down? They did that last year and then just got uh, uh, bum-rushed, right? <laughs> they, they, beat, they beat the Raptors. In game one, and, and then just thought, got whoa, yeah, yeah. and then the Toronto just went through everybody, so. right? And then they didn't like lose again until they matched up with the Sixers, correct? Yeah, which well, might is, have been the next round. I think it was the next series, <laughs> and I think Jake, that remember went six when we were games, talking think, about but... those series back east, we were saying you know that that series is a joke, but it will be. 
a joke? I yeah, yeah. The bu- I, I, I bet you. I didn't the, know they were playing the Magic until right now. I so. bet you the Bucks rattle off four in a row. Was Giannis well, suspended? No, okay. he was back. Uh, so anyway, the, what headbutton? He uh, what did Mo Wagner do to anybody? If you're going to headbutt, headbutt somebody, at least make it a relevant player on the other team. <laughs> Right? right. <laughs> Mo Wagner. Mo Wagner. We remembered he was with the Wizards. Right. Or, uh, the, yeah. Is that what team he's on I now? Is that what Wizards we're talking about? Yeah. Who the Mo Wagner. <laughs> he was an average player in Michigan. Wasn't Mo Wagner, wasn't he uh, uh, like a uh, an orchestra dude? Didn't he like, uh, wasn't he like back in the days of Beethoven and all the Mo Wagner? I, I, there's probably. Are you doing a Wagner joke right now? Kind of, yeah. You know, nobody, you know how you know nobody cares about Mo Wagner is half the the TV reports I saw on that that thing, they called him Wagner. (laughs) This Mo Wagner fella (laughs) must have really made Giannis angry. All right, stay tuned. More jazz news coming up next 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. So put your hands together and please welcome. This is Utah's best sports radio. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding you forward on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Shout out to Landon, who wanted uh, little Rick Astley on a uh, Total Request Tuesday. Uh, Songs about bouncing back, overcoming. Send uh, your requests in at Austin Horton on Twitter. Uh, Johnny Bryant is moving on, Gordon. He's taking a new job as associate head coach with the New York Knicks under Tom Thibodeau, another uh, member of the Jazz staff headed for the Big Apple, of course. So we learned what was that about a month ago that uh, Walt Perrin was taking a job yes. with the uh, with the New York Knicks, and so uh, Johnny Bryant, who's been a big part of that coaching staff really since uh, Quinn Snyder, of course, took the job. Um, you know, the Jazz have that kind of one on one coaching style with their assistants, and he worked with uh, with Gordon Hayward, who of course uh, got a big payday with the Celtics. And uh, more recently has been the coach working specifically with Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley, for that matter. But uh, uh, taking, uh, I guess, a, a promotion with the Knicks, going over there to coach with Tibbs. Yeah, and I think that is a big loss for the Jazz. Uh, I don't know Johnny Bryant uh, in any really close-knit way. I'll, all I can tell you is every time I've ever talked with him, uh, he's impressed me. And uh, he has been impressive in his work. With players, and I th- that has always been emphasized, but it seems like it's been more emphasized now than it ever has been before. And Johnny Bryant has that skill, and now he's an assistant. Is it associate head coach? What's his yeah, exact yeah, title? Yeah, associate head coach. He's going to basically mean, that's a big, be big deal. Yeah, Thibodeau's number that, two. That means he's on the doorstep of getting a head coaching job somewhere. Yeah, you would think so, and he can't. You know, probably comes with a little bit of a, a pay bump. I would guess. Um, you know, everybody's freaking out today about oh Donovan Mitchell, and the Knicks are trying to get Donovan Mitchell. My answer to that is, of course they are, but the 
Honestly, he can't go anywhere for another three years. And there's a lot of water that can go under the bridge in three years, as we all know. So Four years, isn't it? Four years, yeah, next year and then plus the extension. So, I mean, you know. What if he doesn't take the extension for the first time in NBA history? Yeah, right, if he's the one who plays with the tender offer and, and, and becomes a free free agent. You know, good on him, I guess, if that's what he wants to do. At that point, you still have two more years with him. So... Uh, I'll admit, though, the Knicks are loading up on jazz personnel, people who are close to Donovan. Uh, yeah, they are. But, I mean, it's not the first time even the Knicks have done that to the jazz, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they hired yeah. Dave Checkets back in the day, and Scott Layden. In fact, both Laydens went to the Knicks for a little while, right? So, uh, it, you know, it's not the first time that the Knicks have, have uh, or the teams have done this, let alone the Knicks do this to the Jazz. So, uh, and of course, the Jazz are a well-run organization. I think it it uh, is complimentary because Leon Rose, you know, one of the biggest, well, now former agents in the, in the biz, you know, this is the direction he's going. It's actually a compliment to the Jazz in kind of a weird way. But I would say the folks who are paranoid about Donovan Mitchell, I get it. And yeah, they probably wouldn't say no if Donovan wanted to join him in free agency, but... That's really not John, Donovan's choice for a few years. So, a lot that can happen. So, yeah, but it is uh, Johnny Bryant. Uh, I, I, coaches who can go in and make players better. I mean, that—that uh, that is a great attribute. And whatever he was doing with guys like Donovan Mitchell and Gordon Hayward was working. Yeah, and it has made those players better, and we're seeing it right in front of our eyes right now with Donovan. So I, I just think Johnny Bryant's an impressive guy. When you talk with him, you I mean, you, you could tell. If I was going to chart out, back when I first talked with him, uh, when was he hired? By When Ty Corbin was? It was like 2012, wasn't it? That sounds um, about right. Mm. It, it, the first time I talked with Johnny, I th- if you had bet me at that time and I could pick either he will be a head coach or he won't, I would have guessed and I would have bet that he would be one day. Hmm. That's how impressed I was with him. So it sounds like there's a whole lot of us out there who were. Well, it sounds like you're taking credit for Johnny Bryant's success, but yeah. Well, wait, how am I? No, all I'm saying is that I recognize. <laughs> Saw it all the way. <laughs> my, wife, my wife told me today when we ran across some friends and we were talking, she, after we were done, we walked away and she said, you know, for a second there, for a brief second there, it sounded like you were bragging. You? Yeah. I would be surprised. And she said that to me and it was on this very sort of nondescript comment I made that had nothing to do with anything about me. But uh, did you tell him? So, Casey so I'm, I'm, was I'm a really, fan of yours? I'm really sensitive about this right now because uh, Lisa very rarely does that kind of thing. I have no problem with a guy bragging about himself. Did you? Were you telling him about the the great column that you wrote about Drew, Drew Pearson and how your close no. personal friends? No, no, that was, it was no. a whole different subject. I see. That was only for us. That was just for you. I didn't even know you were listening at that time. <laughs> Right. So I wrote a I wrote a, a big takeout feature uh, for the L.A. Times about Drew Pearson, the Dallas Cowboys receiver who's about to he's nominated for the Hall of Fame now. And it was uh, one of my earlier pieces. And it turned out pretty good because Drew hadn't talked about some of the tragedies in his life. But because I did my Columbo School of Journalism where I stumble and bumble around until a guy feels sorry for me. 
he told me this stuff, and I wrote it, and I felt pretty good about it, and I kind of forgot about it, but I just reread it now. It's uh, it, it's as old as Austin. In fact, I wrote this five days before you were born, Austin. Huh. Sorry, I opened the door for that. I, I didn't know who Drew Pearson was. I thought you were talking about the, the one of the twins on the remodeling um, show. Yeah, the... The Home and Garden Network so or whatever to, that I'll is. I'll have to read it. The, with the guys who did the Dish Network commercial. Now, there is a column I would read. You, you wouldn't read about Drew Pearson? The, the headline on it, which I did not write, by the way, is a new start for Drew Pearson. He's trying to pick up the pieces after a world crashed in on him. All right. Uh, joining us now in studio, we've got uh, what's going on coming up next. Stay tuned for that. But uh, our good friend Katie from Homie, uh, check him out at homie.com. And uh, Katie, it's, you know, we kind of hit on buying and selling homes, but uh, you mentioned this in the in the last time we talked to you that uh, Homie does so much more. You guys are so streamlining the whole part of the process. Yeah, we've really tried to put everything with the home buying process under one roof. So you can buy with us, you can sell with us, you can get a loan with us, you can refinance with us, you can get insurance with us. We're trying to do everything so it's simple, easy, and affordable for you to buy a home. You're taking an outdated, clunky process, expensive process expensive for that matter, process. and and making it easy for folks. Yeah, easy, simple, and lots of savings. Which is the most important part, of exactly. course. Exactly. Everybody wants to save some money and, and be able to get the better home or get the better refinance. I think last time I was in here, I talked to you about how me and my husband refinanced our home. And we kept the same payment, but we knocked off 10 years. So out of all the interest that we were saving, we ended up saving over $100,000 over the life of the loan, which is fantastic. <laughs> and real estate around here, uh, well, in large parts of this country is really interesting because there's kind of, we're kind of seeing a little bit of a migration or whatever. But uh, a result is the real estate market here is is great right now. And yeah. why would you not protect as much as of your, you know, equity as you possibly could? Exactly. If you're looking to, to either upgrade your home or if you're looking to downsize, if you need to, you got the kids out of the house and you just need a little bit less to clean. Um, I know that my in-laws are getting to that point where they're just trying to get that last kid off and stop going right. to college and coming back and going to college and coming back so they can have a house that is a little bit smaller and she doesn't have to clean right. as much. And so it's it's really easy to be able to find that next dream, that next step for you to be able to get all the savings for you to find that perfect space for you. Or maybe you're like Austin and you're looking to sell your home to move to Montana and join a militia. Oh, that'd be great. Maybe. Yeah, right. In a bunker somewhere up by Kalispell. <laughs> Uh, homie.com. How do you spell callus, <laughs> Homie.com. <laughs> Find out what they can do for you, Katie. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. We've got what's going on coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.